Hello, my zippers and spoonies. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I am glad that you are here. Today, I want to talk about the myth that those people with autism are incapable of feeling emotions. I want to talk about why I think the myth exists and some of my personal experiences regarding communication. When you look around on the internet for information about autism, you are going to find articles that tell you that us autistics are not capable of normal human emotions, that we feel nothing or that we feel less than what normal people feel. The first thing to say about this is that it's wrong. Autistics are completely capable of feeling emotions. In fact, many of them are also diagnosed with ADHD, which is a disorder known for having emotions that are more intense than a neurotypical response. The difference isn't the way that we feel, but in the way that we express those emotions. When a neurotypical is having a feeling, they have a particular way of expressing that emotion. That emotional expression includes their facial expression, their body language, the words they choose to use, the tone of their voice, and even the way that they interact with others. When a neurotypical person observes a neurodivergent person, they don't see the emotional expression that they are expecting. Oftentimes, autistic individuals are viewed as having a flat affect. This means that when a neurotypical person looks at an autistic person's facial expression, they see no emotion there. It's not that the autistic person isn't having emotions, just that they are not being seen. And this is because those who are neurotypical and those who are neurodivergent use different methods to express their emotions. This is why it can be so difficult for people in the different groups to communicate with each other. I've never been able to read the pair language of neurotypical people. That's all the nonverbal part of communicating with others. And it's believed that about 80% of our communication happens through this nonverbal communication. When I'm engaging with neurotypicals, I feel like I'm trying to dance to music that I cannot hear. And the only possible way to blend into the group is to try to mimic what others in the group are doing, because there's no way to base my movements off the music that I can't hear. Yet my experience with neurodivergence is completely different. I feel that they are easy to understand and make complete sense to me. And this is because they are speaking the same language as me, because that's what this comes down to. It's a difference of paralanguage. Yet... How do you decide if someone is angry at you or being sarcastic by reading their paralanguage? When they're speaking a different paralanguage than you, it becomes difficult, if not impossible, to read those cues that tell you 80% of what they are saying without words. Things like, are they excited or bored by what you're talking about? When humans communicate with each other, we weave our emotional state of being into that communication through our paralanguage. The tone of our voice changes based on how we're feeling. Our level of confidence will determine how much eye contact we are comfortable making. How excited we are will dictate how much our body moves while we are speaking. This is all a fundamental part of communicating with other humans. And it is all paralanguage that allows you to understand the emotional states of those people that are around you. It is a rare thing that someone declares how they're feeling, yet people are generally good at understanding emotional states by reading the paralanguage being presented. 
How many verbal languages are there in the world? I honestly don't know, but there are many, especially if you include all the dialects within a language. If someone who speaks French meets someone who speaks German, they're going to have a difficult time understanding each other because they're not able to speak the same language. And this is the same for paralanguages. Do we honestly believe that there are hundreds of ways for verbally communicating hundreds of different languages, but that there is only one paralanguage that is spoken universally across the globe by all of the people? That just doesn't make sense. The paralanguage of someone that is raised in Italy will be different than the paralanguage of someone that is raised in China. Is that also difficult to imagine that there are also paralanguages that are distinct between those who are neurodivergent and those who are neurotypical? If we consider the difficulties of understanding each other from the lens of not knowing the same language, rather than one group having a disorder or a deficiency of human emotion, we open the door for many possibilities. The first thing to keep in mind is that learning languages is known to be very difficult. Because of this, perhaps we shouldn't expect that everyone who is neurodivergent is able to readily learn another language in order to better communicate with the neurotypical group. This would also suggest that like speaking any language, speaking within the context of another paralanguage is not wrong, but rather is just different. Just like it's not wrong if you speak English instead of Russian. It's just different. This also suggests that what is in order is translation. If a neurotypical and a neurodivergent had someone or a program to translate the paralanguage for them, I think it would become clear that they are not unlike any group of people that are communicating in another language. We're not incapable of having emotions. Those who are neurotypical are incapable of understanding the paralanguage that we're expressing them in. And we don't understand the paralanguage that neurotypicals are using. So, like everyone else that's trying to communicate in different languages, we are having a failure of language, a failure of ability to express rather than a lack of it being there. Well, that's about it for my rambling today. Thanks for coming and spending some time with me. If you like what you've been listening to, consider listening some of the other episodes of the podcast and consider giving some support. It really does help. And until we talk again, you guys take care of yourselves. Bye.